Hey everybody, John Harris here with you with my pal Billy Smith, and it is that time of the year, so we've decided we're going to go ahead and do a comprehensive sports show. Our band was kicking ass there, Bill. <laughs> do a comprehensive sports show uh, at least weekly, and sometimes when special events occur, like uh, of course, the next couple of weeks, we'll have a few of them because NFL football is about to start and NCAA football has kind of started, but I think it gets into its uh, bigger part of the schedule this week. Uh, we can chat about that a little bit, we're, but we're going to try and make this more comprehensive about more sports. And I'm here with my buddy, Billy Smith, and Billy has breaking news. <laughs> Jalen Rieger was traded from Philadelphia to Minnesota Vikings for a, in exchange for a 2023 seventh round pick and a conditional 2024 fourth round draft pick. Wow. So two lower round draft picks for Jalen Rieger from Philadelphia to Minnesota, which I was interested why they kept him <laughs> yesterday on the <laughs> roster. I guess to figure, well, we can get a couple of draft picks and maybe, you know, a water boy. Um, there's a first round pick that didn't pan out, huh? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I and I don't even know why Minnesota did. It. They have three good receivers, so I, I, well, I don't. Well, don't if you know. use a three receiver set, I guess you might need backup, or maybe yeah. they think he'll be a good special teamer. I don't know, but uh, you know, obviously he wasn't panning out in Philly, and you never know. It could be another Aguilar situation. He could go to Minnesota and become an all all pro. It, you know, who knows? Sometimes you need that change. So this is from the cheap seats, everybody. And uh, it's because we're just two guys who want sports from the cheap seats. Probably the yeah. cheapest seats you can get uh, your house, unless you're paying an astronomical mortgage and then not that cheap a seat. But um, <laughs> but it's really expensive to go to an arena or a ballpark to try and watch sports. Um, so. Watch them from the cheap seats. I know sure. I do. I sit back, watch it at home, pop open whatever I'm yeah, going to have as a beverage. One here and just grab there. You got a couple of snacks. And uh, as as we're recording, that news story broke that Bill just had. We have crawls going, and we're going to try and stay on top of anything that might happen. But we can chat about some of the a couple of the uh, drops and everything already in football. So what's going to happen the next couple of weeks uh, is we're we're going to try and do the show at least weekly. For now, we're going to have probably a couple special event shows to kick off the NFL season. Um, sometime next week, we will air a show where Bill and I, like we did last year, will make our playoff picks, who we think is going to go where. reason we wait a little bit is to see, like, after, uh, as we record this, it's Wednesday. Uh, so yesterday was the deadline for uh cutting your roster down to 53 if you were in the NFL. So there were some people that were dropped, and uh, a couple of them are interesting. And uh, sorry, there was some crowd noise in the background. We had a, You might think we had a loud studio audience getting excited, but no, uh, we got that done. Um, so we're going to chat about some a couple of those, and then by this time next week or maybe even a little sooner, We'll be able to sit back and tell you mostly who's went where and how we think it's going to impact teams and uh, who we think is going to win divisions and playoff spots, and we'll be ready to go. And then a couple of days after, and I lean on Bill heavily for this, but I'll have some input, is we will do a show about our fantasy leagues or who we think the fantasy picks could be. 
We'll try to get that to you as soon as we can because, you know, some of you may have last-minute fantasy league drafts. So, uh, or maybe somebody under the radar you'll recognize as we go through it and you'll go, hey, maybe I can grab that guy. So we'll get that out to you as soon as we can. But meanwhile, um, we're here and Bill, we had a couple interesting drops this week uh, as of yesterday. Yes. Uh, Marlon Mack, I think from Tennessee, who used to be on one of your old teams. Yeah, that's a real surpriser for me. Uh, I'm not sure what happened there. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too sure what happened there myself. Uh, I mean, I know he's not the starter. I think they got a draft pick that they're going to have the starter. But you can't have enough good running backs. I mean, look what happens with Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders. Uh, uh, wasn't it Mostert for San Francisco got yeah. hurt first game of the year? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, things happen in football. It's it's you know. I mean, you just don't know. And to drop a, a guy like that, I mean, I would have at least probably kept him like Philly just did with Rieger. Try to get a couple draft picks. Yeah. Uh, that, so that surprised me, like you said, that he was dropped. Um, I believe Oakland's dropped some guys that were okay but not great and dropped a couple of them because they're from the old regime. And they, they're trying to weed out anybody that might have still agreed with that philosophy. Um under Mayock and Gruden. So they're trying to revamp under Josh McDaniels, that whole thing. Yep. Had some coaching changes, right? Yeah. Um, terrible at names, but uh, Minnesota has the offense coordinator from the Rams. Oh, right. And you know what? I'm terrible with names as well. And what? and I uh, think that's going to be uh, – I think Minnesota's going to be a surprising team. I think they're going to come out and uh, – Instead of being a trying to be a 50 50 running team, passing team to, uh, I think maybe like 60 40, you know, I think uh, Kirk Cousins is going to have a good year. Well, you're right about uh, changing everything up. I mean, Mike Zimmer was run, 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 defense and run. Uh, so Minnesota's probably going to try and open it up because though Kirk Cousins isn't the greatest quarterback, he's also not the worst and he hmm. throws up some good numbers. Yep. Um, so you're right about one thing is that they might open it up a little bit. I mean, he had great years in Washington when they opened it up because they had to. <laughs> their, their defense wasn't great. So when he was quarterbacking in D.C., he had to he had to fire a lot of passes when Griffith got hurt and he got in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he's a good enough quarterback. So maybe it's time to say, what if we got here? And uh, so maybe that'll work. Yeah. And you got Josh McDaniel in Oakland. Yes, that should be that should be interesting. Yeah, longtime offensive coordinator, only was a head coach one other time in Denver, very short amount of time, but took them to the playoff mm-hmm. with Tim Tebow as quarterback. <laughs> All right, Tim Tebow can't land a job as a water boy now in the NFL, but that year, because of injuries, he got to play, and and he had a big touchdown pass to uh, uh, the late Demarius Thomas, and and. I'll spend a minute on that. That's a shame. Um, young guy in his 30s uh, passing away like that. Uh, they said he did have CTE as well as some other issues. He passed away from a seizure. Because at first, when you hear about an NFL guy uh, either passing away or getting in trouble, you automatically think, oh, it's drugs, it's alcohol. He's got 
this was a situation where he had seizures and they and and it's been verified that he had CTE um and of course you can't confirm that until after you pass away right so uh uh and I they think, but they wouldn't come out and say it 100% that that's what was causing his seizures. So, um, and they found him, I believe, in his bathtub from, uh, uh, it was getting a shower and he had a seizure and passed away. Um, good receiver and will always be remembered in Denver for that touchdown pass from Tim Tebow. Yes. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, good young man and he just, you know, it was unfortunate. Um, so, there are some situations that, uh, I mean, the late grand, um, Glenn Dawson passed away last week. He was 87. First Kansas City Chief quarterback to ever get in the Super Bowl. He was in Super Bowl one with the Chiefs against the Packers. Yep. And the first Chiefs quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl when they beat Minnesota in Super Bowl four, uh, which was the, the very next year after Namath won the Super Bowl and Super Bowl uh. three. So, yeah, I know. You were a Colts fan. You were little kids, but you were a Colts fan. I uh, know. You were like, rah, rah, rah. Um, you got to admit, somebody egged Namath on, and that was enough for their defense to say, because Namath didn't light the place on fire, but mm -hmm. he did guarantee a win. Yeah. And then, of course, they said that we, well, Eubank saw him the next day and called him in the office and reamed him out. <laughs> you don't let a sleeping dog lie. But, you know, and, and the defense held it up because it was like 16 to 7, I think. Yeah, 16 to 7. I think 16 to 7, I think. Yeah, I mean, seven, I think. yeah, yeah it wasn't like a route, but the Jets did hold the upper hand the whole time. What scared me, I remember watching it as a kid. Um, uh, Earl Morrow, I think, started because Unitas was hurt and had a very mm. bad arm. And at one point, he went to, you, uh, he went to uh, Shula and said, you got to get me in there. This ain't working. And, uh, you know, and he started taking them down the field. And I, I think if they'd gotten in the end zone that one drive, they might have had enough time to do it. But he couldn't throw the long ball. So that was pretty much his, yeah. his shoulder was shot. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, it's a shame he uh, he passed away. Yes, he was 87. And, but uh, Hall of Famer. Uh, and he's one of them rare guys. He's a Hall of Famer as a broadcaster as well as a player. So, uh uh r.i.p len dawson and uh and there were some other folks that uh uh we lost as well but uh, but we'll get it back on a higher note here um gonna be an interesting season a lot of people are picking philly to win the eastern division now they think they're loaded uh what do you think i think in philly i think jalen hurts has got a chance to prove himself or i think it's going to be sink or swim Yep, I think so too. Yeah, if he doesn't, uh, if he if he can't handle all the uh, skilled people he's got there, I mean, big move that people are forgetting to talk about is them going out and signing a or getting AJ Brown. Yeah, uh, that's a that's definitely a great pickup. Yeah, definitely I mean, a great pickup. Yeah. Uh, but, but we'll see if Hurst could get him the ball. Yeah, Miami picks up and trades for Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, yeah. Yeah, that could hurt the Chiefs. Uh, it also obviously should help Tua, who's now in the same boat almost as Hill, or as uh, Hurts. I'm sorry, as Jalen Hurts. He's got to uh, he's got to produce step now. Up. Yep. If he can't, 
he's he's not going to be a starter much longer. So uh, I don't know the status. I don't know if you've read about it. Jameis Winston. I know he was hurt in the preseason, but is he out or back? Do you know? Uh, I haven't heard the latest on him. I, I believe he's going to be okay, but I'm not positive. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's going to – yeah, I wasn't sure. I think he's going to be there for week one, but obviously they're holding him out until then. New coach in New Orleans, of course, is their old offensive coordinator who was uh, under – uh, Sean Payton for a long time. So we'll see what happens there. Um, saw that John Gruden's apologizing to people and hope he hopes he gets another chance. I I don't think that's going to be happening nah. anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think he's going to get on TV. I think everybody's just afraid of the blowback and, and mm-hmm. the reputation now. Yeah. Um, getting back to Winston. Uh... Yes. He played the other day. It was four, four, oh, four for 59 yards against the Chargers. Okay. Uh, he was moving well in the pocket. And That's seem the like it, The ACL didn't bother him. Okay. So uh, so it looks like he's okay. Well, that's good. That'll be good for uh, uh, New Orleans then. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got Tom Brady. You know what amazes me about this Tom Brady situation <laughs> is the guy was retired, so I'm sure he made plans with his family now. You know, Bill, I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. I mean, I sincerely came within inches of losing my life in a bar in Boston or outside Boston suburb because I was sitting there in Eagles gear when they're playing the Patriots. So I'm just not, you know, not a good idea in Boston, as the reverse wouldn't be a good idea in Philly. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and the weird part is, uh, four or five of the guys, one or two were cops, and I was a cop at the time in Boston. You know, I was working for Homeland Security and stuff. Uh, none of us ever decided to find that out. And then what happened was the bartender called the police, and <laughs> they come walking in, and one guy knew me right away. He said, Johnny, what's going on? <laughs> and the guys were like, what? How's this cop know this guy? And he goes, oh, he's one of us. Oh, son of a... <laughs> but I really thought I was going to, you know, uh, I never said, and it hadn't been just that. I just, sometimes, and there's, you got to give the guy his due. I mean, he's, he's no matter what you say about him, he keeps performing well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I could probably move better in the pocket than him, and I got two artificial <laughs> knees. But you know what? He can throw the ball. I can't throw it anymore with 10 yards now. Oh, jeez. That he can. He can still throw the ball. Um, so yeah, taking a few as long as he goes through the team for whatever reason and says, Hey, I need to take some time off. Probably did it before he signed his contract and said, Hey, I'm gonna return, but I made plans with my family. So, yeah. You know what? You make plans with a supermodel. <laughs> who, yeah, I mean who he already had to convince to let him play because she doesn't want him playing anymore. She's, right. been, she's been trying to get him to hang him up for like four or five years. I wonder why he wants to come back and play. I wonder. <laughs> it's got to be competition. It's not money. I mean, he he gets endorsement money out the wazoo. He still makes a pretty good salary, even though he he has he did it in New England. He took too, a pay cut. It, yeah, takes a pay cut so the team can sign good players. I, I mean. There is a lot of positives about Tom Brady. There's just something about him. I'm not the only one. Oh, he's a pretty boy. 
He wasn't always. I mean, he's a seventh round chunky draft pick for a quarterback yeah. who ran about a 40 in about a week and a half. So, <laughs> but he did what he did. So uh so I think people are making too much out of this time off deal. He knows the offense, he knows the players. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think they're making too much out of it. What about you? I don't know because you know when they interviewed the coach, he seemed a little distance from it. So I I mean, unless he was playing it up or something, I'm not really sure. Yeah, could be. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he had to know what was going on. So I mean, right. But, so I guess uh, I guess him being mum about it uh, probably best was the best bet. I guess uh, I think so. Probably, <clears throat> maybe he didn't know that was going to happen, but the team knew, and they didn't pass it on to him until a couple of days before, you know, or, or Tom walks in and goes, okay, you know, I'm not going to be here Monday, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> so, um, so that could be something that happened to, or maybe like you said, he maybe just wasn't happy about it, but he, he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, and he's already back in camp and they'll be fine. Um, so, uh, other NFL news, I don't know if you have anything. I don't pay attention to scores in the preseason. I'll watch, you know, as long as the starters are in, I watch it to see kind of how they do sometimes. Other than that, I don't. You know. No, I don't. I haven't been following the scores. But one interesting is uh, the rookie running back for Washington Commanders. Uh, oh, yes. He uh, got robbed and uh, shot twice, mm-hmm. at least twice. So uh, it's a sad situation. In the buttocks um, and the same leg, lower, yeah, yes. higher leg. But, well, good news, Bill, and I don't know if you heard this, but they put it out today. He was actually at the facility today. He's uh-huh. been released from the hospital, and he was at the team facility today. Uh, whether he'll be ready for the first couple of games of the season is, is obviously questionable, but he is going to fully recover. He was at the Washington facility today, and they're going to help with his – PT and all that stuff. Yeah. It's rehab. So um, that's good news for him. Mm-hmm. It really is. Now, there was a report out there, uh, I think it was erroneous, that he either shot back or he disabled his robber. And he may have disabled him, but he didn't have a gun or anything like that. So, um, But yeah, they were going to try and rob him. Yeah, so it's good that he's on the men. Yeah. It's, a, it's not, not a funny situation. I had a fantasy draft the other day. And uh, I think it was like eighth round. I and and uh, Antonio Gibson I was out there, and I knew he'd lost his spot for you know starting right. job. Mm-hmm. So I took him anyway, just be, just you know. Yeah, most I most mean, teams use two running backs anyway. But, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. And then like two hours later, I mean, my phone starts blowing up that. Uh, What'd you Gibson, know? Gibson, What'd Gibson, you do? Yeah, Gibson was a steal of the draft, I think. And uh, I'm like, yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm couldn't find anything, and then found out that the guy got carjacked and yeah. shot and yeah but uh, and, and you don't want nothing like that no right? absolutely not yeah. absolutely not so so um <laughs> but good for him that he's going to be back um at some point and like you said most teams use two running backs uh, mm-hmm. at this point so um yeah i mean drafting the number two guy on a team if he's a good back isn't always a bad thing mm-hmm. um so a couple interesting games week one Obviously, we weren't making our picks yet, but uh, but a couple of takes week one. Uh, the game I'm really going to be interested in, 
a guy on NFL Network today was talking about they should have flex games in the very first week. <laughs> put put uh, Cleveland at Carolina Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> that game is going to be really interesting. Uh, Baker Mayfield going against his old team who won't have Deshaun Watson um, mm-hmm. because obviously he's got to serve that was it 11 or 12 11, games 11, 11, 11, 11 games suspension. 11 games 12 weeks something like that because there's a buy in there mm-hmm. um and he can't even work out or anything um but here's where cleveland's biting a bullet fully guaranteed contract he's still getting paid yep. last i knew even though the nfl suspended him he still gets paid yep and he got paid for all last year even though he didn't play. I'm like, and that you're yeah. talking double digit millions of dollars. Yeah. You wonder wondering if it's vice versa how it should go. I mean, he doesn't play and gets paid. You right. think you let him get paid, you know, let him play. I mean Yeah. I let him play and not pay him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing from the legal standpoint, um it's there's still one civil case pending, by the way. He's not completely out of the woods. They haven't settled all of them. Um, apparently, Houston PD, where these, these all took place, doesn't have enough evidence, physical evidence, to say we can charge him criminally. It would be those uh, victims' word against him. And, and most face it, situations like that, most victims don't want to become public. Um, and rightfully and and no matter what somehow it would probably get out if they end up in court Um, but the other part of this too is from the legal standpoint there's still a case pending Um, a settlement doesn't necessarily mean he's admitting guilt which he's still denying guilt or liability in this case but the employer the NFL doesn't have to abide by a court recommendation. And that's why they were able to still suspend it. But the deal was he made that deal. They were still trying to suspend him for a whole season. But if you're one of the victims, I mean, how's this, you know, how's this make you feel? You're mixed because if you're suing because you want some compensation, you kind of want them to play with pay. You want them to get paid. Because you got to get paid right. if, if that's what you're going for. And I'm sure that's what the attorney said to them is if we push this, he might be sitting out and the NFL may decide we can over Trump. We can trump Cleveland's contract because he's out on disciplinary action. Um, my understanding now is the deal is he's going to get paid because the union and the, and the league uh came to an agreement and right. that's why it's only 12 games and and the and, owner and the owner and the owner them, right and basically. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so, i mean he's on his way to rehabilitating his personality yeah okay so are inmates in, in prisons too yeah okay yeah uh, uh charles manson was rehabilitating for how many years you know <laughs> i wouldn't let him out uh, <laughs> sirhan sirhan you know Come on. i think they did eventually let him out but that's a whole different thing um so that's an interesting take, but for at least the first, what, 11 weeks, 12 weeks, 
No Deshaun Watson. Nope. Uh, which means probably play everybody in the division at least one time, maybe two with a couple of them. Uh, and you're talking Cincinnati. You're talking Baltimore, Baltimore. And you're really talking Pittsburgh, who may not be great, but without your number one quarterback, it's a yeah. division game. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. So going to be interesting. Yes. Going to be interesting. Yes. Uh, Lamar Jackson hasn't signed a new contract yet and says once the the extension, once the season starts, he's not negotiating and he's his own agent. So that could be a problem right there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. You got, yeah. I don't think he's the brightest uh, bulb in the package, I think. I don't know him personally, but I bet there's somebody in his ear, though, and giving him some advice, I'm sure. Um, The thing for me with Lamar Jackson is if he gets hurt, he's taking a heck of a risk, man. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to be careful. But the other end of that is, uh, yeah, the other the other end is you got other teams that probably he still hasn't proved himself. He hasn't. Mm -hmm. He's one dimensional. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; he's an MVP, but yeah. he hasn't been quite the same since, but he is always dangerous. I mean, you just don't know. Oh, I mean, sure. And that's what some teams may say. You know what? He's a danger every time he gets the ball. I mean, he's he's electric. He's a good player. The other part of that, though, Bill, if you're him, you got to say, I'm as good as Kyler Murray. I'm as good as he could. I mean, in his mind, if he didn't think he was that good, he wouldn't be there. I'm as good as Russell Wilson. I'm as good as, you know, this guy and that guy. Yeah. But no, I no should doubt. be paid. And yes. he probably wants to be, and he probably thinks, and they've had some great showdowns. I'm as good as Patrick Mahomes. So he wants probably Murray Mahomes kind of money. And when you look at an NFL players, especially quarterback, they could play like Tom Brady 25, or 25 years or whatever, or they could be done with one hit tomorrow. So you do have to look out for your future. And if you have a family, you're, well, you will probably a family, your family's future. So I don't always blame these guys, especially in football, for trying to get as much as they can. Are right. the salaries outrageous? Yeah, but you know what? Somebody's paying them. Yeah. And I'm sure if he was smart enough, uh, he would have a nice insurance, some type of insurance oh. policy. Oh, so, yeah. I mean. And so, yeah. And the Ravens probably will, too, if, if they ever go sign. They'll be like, okay. We need to ensure this policy. Yes. I, mean, I mean, if he, you know, how many times, at least in baseball, did you see guys not play anymore but not retire for like four or five years because insurance was paying their salaries to the team who then was paying them? And if they said they retired, they wouldn't be getting paid anymore. Right. So it was all money grab. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have situations like that. Um, we'll phase out of the NFL here a little bit. We've got about, Oh, half hour or so left. Uh, we may tackle it or go back in it. And if you think of anything or if we see a uh, updated uh, news thing on one of our either our crawls or our computer screens, we certainly can interrupt and interject here. But you're watching and listening to From the Cheap Seats, where Bill and I are uh, going through right now, mostly NFL, but we're going to tackle a couple other sporting issues. 
But before we do, I want to let you know that we do have a sponsor. And uh, thanks to him and his company, they uh, help keep us going afloat. He sponsors everything on Public John Media, and that's my friend Dennis Ingraldi. And he is in charge of Vineland Realty Court in Vineland, New Jersey. They are at 634 East Lantis Avenue in Vineland. You can call them at 856-690-9482. And you, the best thing to do with Dennis is to let him know that you've got some kind of a property need. And it could be buying. It could be selling. It could be renting. Uh, you might want to rent a property uh, or a business. Uh, Dennis and his his folks down there at Violin Realty be more than glad to help you. And if it's something they can't help you with, Dennis uh, has the ability to look up and he has a lot of friends in the business too, all over the place. So he'll refer you to people as well. So that's Violin Realty Corporation. Contact Dennis at 856-690-9482 or pop in their office if you're in the Vineland area. They'll go all over South Jersey to give you a hand um, with whatever you need. They're 634 East Landis Avenue in Vineland, New Jersey. And tell them that you came in from Public John Media or from the cheap seats and that John and Bill sent you in. So uh, uh, we thank Dennis for his support. And uh, we're going to phase back into the show, but we want wanted to take a moment and thank Dennis for helping us out. Uh, meanwhile, Bill, one of Dennis's favorite sports is, uh, and I forgot to mention this to you the other day, is golf. I mean, what do you think of this? We haven't talked since they've started this LIV tour and the Live Tour against the PGA Tour. And now uh, Live golfers are trying to sue some the PGA, and um, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. I, I, to be honest, I haven't followed it much either, but I, I guess I know why. Then. <laughs> yeah, oh. Bill, if you got a chance to read up on some of this, it is a gigantic. Uh, I mean, you had Phil Mickelson leave, of course. Greg Norman's running it for LIV. Of course, it's Saudi Arabia-backed money. And astronomical sums of money they're paying these guys to go. Um, but they they offered Tiger Woods $800 million. He, he turned it down to stay with the PGA. But Tiger is in a different situation than everybody else yeah, in golf. Sure, sure. He doesn't need it. Um, but you got some golfers out there that are probably towing the line that they've said, hey, come on over, we'll give you some money that are going to make more than they will ever make the rest of their lives by touring. But there are some rule changes, too, and rule differences. So um, you uh, play I, as a – go ahead. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's probably good for the sport. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it. I mean, it's just, it's no different in soccer over overseas compared to here. I mean, it's yeah. – it, it, it should go hand in hand and help each other. I mean, I would think. What's ironic or funny is Phil Mickelson, who the PGA has basically thrown out because he joins them and he kind of blasted the PGA. But he did give his reasons why uh, there's problems with the PGA. Uh, this last couple of weeks, the PGA has changed some rules addressing Phil's concerns. And uh, everybody's like, wait a minute. At first, they were all like, oh, Phil's just rambling and he's da 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 da. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute. He might have been right about some of these things. Of course, he's also getting astronomical sums of money. And a couple of guys lately have said, we went, and they're honest, at least be honest and say, hey, I went for the checks. <laughs> you know, don't lie about it. You know? But um, 
but Phil did make some points apparently, and the PGA was like, oh, we might have to change this to keep some of these guys. Uh, I think yesterday it became official that the number two player on the tour, Cameron Smith, who is Australian and won the U.S. Open, I believe, is now left and went to the LIV tour. So a lot of top-name guys are going. Um, uh, Kepka went, I believe. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau went. A lot of top PGA guys did go. Uh, and some of the older guys who have big names, and that's what they wanted to do was draw some names. Sure, sure. So uh, – Folks, let us know what you think. Of course, you can get a hold of us at thepublicjohn at outlook.com on the Facebook page where this will be posted um, or on publicjohnmedia.com. There is a section there where you can interact with us. So, um, Or on the Facebook page, like we said, either in Messenger or as a, as a, your own post if you want. Don't be afraid to ask us questions. And we'll if we don't know the answer, we'll try and find out for you. Um, but this LIV golf situation is a is a debatable yeah. thing. I mean, people are going to be on a, it's a very big dividing line right there. Um, big thing right now, this time of the year, is baseball's getting ready for their postseason. Bill, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in about ten years, I I'm thrilled. <laughs> you should be. And tell us why you're thrilled, my friend. Oh, because my lonely, lonely Baltimore Orioles are three games out of the wild card spot. How about that? The Orioles are in a pennant race. <laughs> Who would ever think that would happen again in our lifetime? Um, <laughs> uh, give them credit. A lot of young guys, they grabbed a lot of minor leaguers and some baseball draft choices, and somebody did some scouting work. And mm-hmm. somehow they've gotten the owner to keep his hands off. That's yeah. that's the key to me. He's always meddled and tried to cut money and everything else. But yeah, he's uh, looking for the bottom line. Dollar. Yes, he yeah, is. It's... Well, even this year, he traded to me. He traded their best uh, player with, in Trey Mancini. Yes, he traded him, uh, and he was and he wanted to stay. And he may he may be back next year. I think they just right. I think it was you know something. you got to get something for it. And they just brought up the number one uh, prospect in Gunnar Henderson, so he okay. should be. Uh, I'm not and sure they if he'll have be in the start lineup, a, but uh, who's their center fielder? I really like him. Um, I can't remember Mullins. Who he is. Mullins. Yes, yes, Mullins. I really like him. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, and and their catcher that they brought up halfway through the season, Adder, uh, Rus- Adderley Rasmussen. Okay. And uh, he's been he's been doing really well. That's good. That's good. And it's funny because they're in the hunt, yet you got a team like the Padres who go out and spend all this money. Even the Phillies have like the fourth or fifth highest payroll. Um and they got they better pick it up quick because sure. they're starting to tank. I mean, they're playing Arizona, and I think the only thing Arizona missed was an extra point the last two nights. You know, uh, and it ticks me off because I, I bet on them when they when they're losing, and I I don't bet when they win. It's just uh, it's an aggravating. You can't to me. Uh, you can't tell what's going to happen because both sides of the ball are inconsistent. The pitching, I mean, the other day you have a seven nothing lead and you lose thirteen to seven. Yeah, that was that was the one game I went to bed when it was seven. seven yeah, I almost did, and all of a sudden I said, "Oh, I'll stick around," because after that it was seven. Uh, seven. Like, then I was, and they just sent 12 – Arizona sent 12 batters to the plate in the fourth inning. 
I'm like, you're up seven to nothing. Now (laughs) what even? And you just knew. And then last, I'll be honest, I don't even know what the score final was last night. Last I knew it was nine nothing Arizona. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what it was because I got disgusted. I didn't watch it at all last night. I said, you know what? I turned it on for like two minutes in the beginning and went, you know what? This sucks. 12 to 3. 12 to 3. 12 to 3. And that was with Aaron Nola pitching last night. So Wheeler's out still. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's back this weekend or not, but he's been out hurt. So what do they have? I mean, Gibson's great today and stinks next start. And it's just awful. Uh, Suarez, after the, uh, in the fourth, he's thrown three perfect innings. <laughs> All of a sudden in the fourth, they were hitting rockets off him, which was the second time through the baton order. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's like, well, analytics, blah, 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 analytics sucks. That's one of those things that you do learn in analytics is second or third time through the batting order, you better change your pitches. A lot of times, unless you yep. get a guy that's like, you know, Scherzer or uh, uh, DeGrom or somebody like that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Syndergaard, you don't know what he's going to do because he doesn't have his fastball back. No. Tommy John. Whether he, but he's only – he's in that first year out. So you're mm-hmm. thinking he's going to get it, but probably not this season. Right. And I, and I don't know if he signed through next year or not. Um. You know, or if this is his contract year, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, I like Suarez, but they're going to have to do something with him. I actually liked him better when they had him as a closer a couple years ago. Um, but then they they were desperate and they needed to stretch him out, make him a starter, and yeah, you, know, you hope you get five or six good innings out of him, go to your bullpen. But the other night, and. Their bullpen's hurting too <laughs> because they couldn't, he couldn't go to the bullpen right away. Suarez gave up that whole lead, I think, before they even went to the bullpen or close to it. Might have to bring Mitch Williams back or something. Yeah. Yeah. After that, they brought in Sanchez. He got the last out to get out of the fourth. But then the next inning, he let guys on and he walked in three got two or three guys. Then the next guy to come in, Bellotti walked in another guy. It was just they put. That's what it was. They put a six spot up for two straight innings, the fourth and fifth. See, that goes back to baseball one on one. You don't let them let them hit the ball. Why? Why give them a free base walking? I just yeah. I don't. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I saw something, and you know what? I saw it. it I kind of like him though. He's always a Debbie Downer. I kind of like him. Is <laughs> Ricky Vitalko? He will say exactly what he thinks. You may not agree with. Well, when it comes to the Phillies, he'll tell you exactly what he – and baseball in general. He'll tell you what he thinks. And the other day, he was saying exactly the same thing you were saying. Throw the fastball. What? You're throwing a breaking ball that's starting about a foot outside, and then it's tailing off. <laughs> Why On ball three, why are you throwing that pitch? It's not working. After the first couple of times, you see it's not working. Don't throw it. Mm-hmm. And where's your catcher? In that case, the, last night's case – or. Yeah, last night it was Stubbs. The night before, it's Rio Muto. Everybody's like, Rio Muto's great with pitchers. Well, I don't know if he is or not because he's letting them throw these breaking balls. Ball four, run in. Ball four, run in. <laughs> I thought I was watching Major League and Ricky Vaughn. Ball 12, how can they lay off pitches that close? Just a bit high. I mean, <laughs> I just don't understand it. 
Uh, he was right. Throw the fastball. It's the best pitch in baseball. Yep. What's the worst thing could happen? They hit it? Well, it's a lot better than walking in runs. Yep, yep. So I'm with you on that. Throw the fastball. And if you can't locate the fastball to get hit, that's when you bring somebody else in. And first thing the manager's got to say to them is, look, throw what, throw your fastball. If you get your breaking ball over the plate, all right, we can live with that. But after one or two, get to the fastball. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a fastball, you you know, and you're in a jam, that ain't the guy you bring in. Right. Um. So, I don't know. But if you think about it, for the last, what, four or five years, the Phillies have always looked like they've been in contention to get a wild card spot or something at the end of the year, and they choke <laughs> this time of year. Yeah. Um, the last even the last year or two under Gabe Kaplan. Then they did it every year under Girardi. And now you hope Thompson or somebody can figure it out and say, hey, but if I'm right, this is Dan Dombrowski's first year as a with the Phillies as a as an executive, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me if uh, there's some changes at the end of the season. And Thompson's technically only an interim manager anyway. <clears throat> right. So if they collapse, you know he's not going to keep the job. They'll be out looking. If somehow they make it through and they get on a winning streak, he might hang on to it. We'll, see. Yeah. well this West Coast trip might be the doom of them. This might be the one. They still got to play San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Um, and then I think the Dodgers, isn't it? I, I, sure. I think it might be the Dodgers. Um, no, San Francisco plays the Dodgers. It's oh, they, okay. Well, then maybe it's the uh, they're no, they're back home against Miami. Oh, they're back home. Good. Yeah. Well, hey, Miami plays them tough but, every time. So that's, <laughs> that's no, uh, that's no cakewalk either. So and the way they're playing, nobody's a cakewalk. Arizona mm-hmm. shouldn't have been this tough. So, um, other baseball news. I mean, you got Aaron Judge. He hit his fifty-first last night, I believe. Um. I know he hit 51. I don't know if it's last night or the night before, but uh, he's having a heck of a year. It's going to be interesting to see who the AL MVP is. Is it going to be Otani or is it going to be Aaron Judge? I, I don't know who else it could be, but, and to me, Otani, I, I don't know. I mean, here's a guy, he pitches well. He pitches, hits. He uh, hits, runs the bases. He can play the outfield. He doesn't have to DH. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Aaron Judge plays well. I mean, he can DH, obviously. Uh, plays a good right field. Has a gun for an arm. But yeah, he doesn't pitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here's the difference. Aaron Judge is helping the Yankees get to the postseason. Right. Otani's not. No. Uh, but not is it Otani's fault? I mean, his only... He's got a decent player with him in Rendon. Great player with him in Mike Trout when he's not hurt. And I love Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a hustler. He's a gamer. A great To me, he's a great player. And he's good PR, even though he doesn't want to be the big-name celebrity. Right. Uh, but I give him great. He's still a positive influence on kids. Um, but other than that, they don't have anything else that's – they're kind of like the Phillies. They've got no pitching. <laughs> uh, uh, they were obviously happy to trade away Brandon Marsh to the least because he, he can't. I could get a base hit before he can. I think that guy can't hit. 
Uh, he's a great center fielder. Okay. I can find you a lot of great, fast, defensive center fielders yeah. that can't hit. Okay. There's a lot of them. The Phillies have two or three other guys you might as well just keep in the lineup. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, he's not showing me anything. But they've had some injuries out there, too. So, But just in center. I mean, they've been able – reeling has helped out a lot. And he's just as good as Marsh defensively, I think. If not, he's close. I, I just don't see. The only thing that came good out of the Marsh deal was Syndergaard came up. Mm-hmm. And with Eflin Hurt, they did need another starter. Um, I'd like to see. I'd like to see them keep Syndergaard, even if he's only a number three or four starter. I think he could get his arm back. I mean, this is his first season after Tommy Johnson. Yeah, well, you need five. You know, you need five. And Eflin's yeah. been hurt. Now I think he'll be back next year. You got Suarez, and you got Nola, and you got uh, Wheeler. So to me, that would be a pretty good five, a decent five. Gibson's still in the hunt too, I guess. So. Um, so when you look at it, baseball-wise, I think Dodgers are going to run away with the West. They still are. The Mets are hanging on in the East. But I think they're going to barely hang on to it over Atlanta, I think. It's only three games. It's, so. it's not much. I know. The Braves have gained like crazy. Um, and the Dodgers are 19 and a half. Holy moly. Over the next – yeah. That's over, over the San Dodgers. Diego, right? Yeah. Holy moly. I never – Yeah. It's huge. It's been huge all season. Tatis, of course, with the 80-game suspension for steroids for San Diego. That's just mm-hmm. – and he's coming up with different excuses. He was coming up with different excuses every day. Oh, my doctor prescribed it for this condition. And, of course. Um, you know, it was a mistake. I didn't know. La, da, da. Yeah, like Rafael Palmero before Congress. And then test positive. <laughs> Should have just kept his mouth shut. He'd Should've be in the Hall of Fame. Sat there and go, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. He would have been in the Hall of Fame with his numbers. With his numbers. And he was a good player. But no. Um, what are you gonna do? I mean, he did what he did. Uh, and you know, now he's tarnished. No matter what he does the rest of his baseball yeah. career, he's tarnished with an 80 game suspension. And you and you know what's funny too, uh Getting back to Rafael Palmeiro, uh, mm-hmm. we, we always discuss this too. The government should have nothing to do with MLB. You know what? The money they spend on <laughs> investigating things like sports. You know how many basic houses you could buy for a veteran, a homeless veteran or a homeless person? I mean, because I guarantee that was two, three, four million dollars of wasted money. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Congressmen shouldn't give a rat's ass about, uh, you know, somebody in baseball using steroids. Let baseball run that. Yep. If you cheated in baseball, well, then we're going to punish you in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, instead you got guy, and then you try to charge Barry Bonds for lying to Congress or refusing to deal with Congress or lying under oath about cheating in baseball. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and he still denies it to this day. They've never found a positive test. I'm thinking it's pretty obvious because the guy's yeah. head was two times the size of a watermelon. Yeah, know? when he when they he was a pencil, head. yeah, when he was a pencil in Pittsburgh, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's around as my pinky in Pittsburgh, and then he goes to San Francisco, and a year later, his head's the size of the Great Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. You, know? you can't get a hat to fit him. 
<laughs> Come on. And now, you know, he's back to normal size. He's not skinny like he was in his 20s, but he's, right. he's back to a normal looking human. I mean, his numbers are always going to be skewed and they, and they should be. And, um, same with Mark McGuire. He didn't admit it and he should have probably mm-hmm. he admitted taking andro and creatine, which at the time were not banned substances. They are now. I right. Um, he should have just admitted that right up front and said they weren't banned. You know, I mean, they were seen in his locker. So, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. Um, and of course, you had Conseco come out with a book. I injected this guy. I injected the wire. <laughs> I did this. I did that. But Conseco is not exactly known as uh, uh, the bearer of not, truth all yeah, the time. He's either, uh, so. not wrapped too yeah. tight. Uh, yeah. No, he yeah he don't he don't have all the marbles that came in the little bag. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, but he could be you know some of it's got to be true, you know. You would think, yep. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, MLB still got some problems, but when you look at the season, I I like everything they did except I hate the DH in the National League because now there's no difference between the leagues at all. So when right. you're playing the World Series, it and it's even to me it's even going to be worse next year because now every team is going to play every team starting next season. Uh, okay, and I'm like. Wow, why even bother? I mean, call it a championship if you want. I mean, and it's like the Super Bowl, everybody plays everybody. Uh, well, they actually don't play everybody, so that's kind of why it's okay still. But boy, the World Series, you could have <clears throat> two teams to play it at the end of the season. Yeah. And they're back now three weeks later to play. It, it there's no difference. The DH is the same. And you, you know what what MLB and I and it won't ever happen, but I think they need to go to a 140 game schedule. And 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 because you first of all, you shouldn't be playing in November, World Series in November. That's just right. ridiculous. Right. But you know, maybe put a couple extra teams in the playoffs instead of a one game playoff. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, well, I think that first round of wild cards is a one game playoff, if right. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. But maybe even the second round, have the two wild card teams play, and yeah. it's a three games yeah best of three something. well yeah best, best of three, three or something yeah. i mean one game yeah. you're basing better everything record, on right the better on record one game, gets, I just, yeah. the, the two game that's all that's the way yeah. it should be so yeah you're right i i there's there's some problem but here's here's like you said they'll never go backwards on the schedule right because the revenue yeah. i mean you'd have to make it so it's evenly divided the teams either 144 games or i think 154 games or the 162 they have now. Right. You'll never see the regular season go below 162 unless they figure out a way to make the postseason an even bigger tournament, involve more teams, but then cut it down to uh, right. so that you don't lose money. Right. And I don't think right. they'll do that because the smaller teams need those games for money now, supposedly need them. Right. Uh, if you look, a lot of times uh, you'll have teams that uh, – they don't even fill half the stadium. They make all their money off TV. Mm-hmm. So if you televise less games, you know they're losing money. So they're never going to vote for that. You know, I agree with you. Uh, like I said last night, I lost faith in in the Phillies, so I didn't watch them. And I got MLB TV. I've watched them quite often, but every so often I'm tired <clears> of it because it's just. And I watched the Red Sox, and I've watched the Orioles a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mets Yankee series is always fun to watch. Yes. 
no matter who you root for, or if you don't root for either of them, that's just a good fun series to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I like listening to the Mets announcers. They're pretty good. Uh, and I did like the thing for a while with Keith Hernandez and saying that the Phillies don't play fundamental ball. So I don't <laughs> want to announce their games and for about a week or 10 days, they were doing great. Now, I don't hear anybody mentioning Keith Hernandez's criticism. <laughs> I just don't. You know? Keith might have been. He's got a right to his opinion. And okay, right about now, I can't see that you could fault him. I wouldn't want. I don't want. I root for him, and I don't want to watch him. Yeah. You know. Um, so baseball's got some issues, but I think I think you're going to look at the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves in the National League. Um, Cardinals have taken over the central, but I don't know if they're to me a real threat. They got two or three good bats, one pitcher. That's it. In the American League, I think you're going to look at Houston, the Yankees. Um, I think the Blue Jays may sneak in as a wild card. In the central, I'm not even sure the Twins were on a roll, but now they've they've taken a nosedive. So I don't know if it's Cleveland. White Sox are trying to creep back in, who was everybody's pick at the beginning of the year. Um, but I, I think it's I think you'll see it come down to Houston and the Yankees playing for the AL championship, the Dodgers and either the Braves or the Mets. Um, I mean San Diego's in it, but they're not consistent as a wild card. Right. Even if the Phillies sneak in, they're gonna be gone in game one, probably. The only reason they might sneak in is if they win a few more games against the scrub teams coming up. Well, that um, and you, and you got to average ten runs a game. You know, what I mean, that's... yeah, yeah. For them, they got to average ten runs a game. And right now, the bats are cold, so they got no shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they can't wake up, I mean, they got Harper back, and they still can't do anything. So, um, and everybody's got to remember he had a couple base hits, but it's going to take him a while to get back into you know the form he might have been in before. You know. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean that uh, some injury with screws in it. That's some pretty serious stuff to get over when you're hitting. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. I, I I think Houston's a better overall team, but the Yankees could outslug anybody on any day, especially if they get Stanton back from injury. So the Mets uh, pitching, and they always say pitching beats good de- uh, good offense, and you got Scherzer and Degrom. At least. <laughs> so, you know, and then the Dodgers, Kershaw's been pitching off and on hurt with a bad back. A um, couple guys they had have been a little shaky. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Freed's been pitching well for the Braves. So I think it's going to be either the Mets or the Braves against the Dodgers in the championship. Yeah, I, and I'm thinking Mets only because of the pitching. Right. Yeah, uh, I have to agree with you. Yeah. It could very well come down to the Mets and the Yankees in the World Series, which I don't like the Mets. I don't like the Yankees. <laughs> but the Red Sox stink right now. Um, your team is, if they if they stay on track with the young guys they're getting and can continue to improve like they are, they may only be two or three years away from being a World Series threat, buddy. Yeah, they really uh, do. I really like the way they're building right now, as yeah. long as nobody interrupts that. Uh, I like the process they're going through. The process. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of the process, we've only got a few minutes left. We can mention a couple NBA things. Uh, 
Uh, is Kyrie Irving going to play in Brooklyn or is he going to be traded? Durant's changed his mind, decides he wants to stay in Brooklyn now and be a quote unquote, a partner for success. That was his quote. The Lakers, you got LeBron. Uh, are they going to trade Westbrook? Because apparently that's not going well. And they have a new head coach. <laughs> See what happens there. Uh, you know, Anthony Davis is supposed to be back. They're going to be your top stories, no matter who does what. I mean, it's always the Lakers, even though they don't make the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs last year, and they were still the probably most covered team in the league. Mm -hmm. uh, then you got Philly. And, of course, the union is investigating Harden, and so is the league, for taking less money so that they could sign some better surrounding players. The guy's sacrificing salary. Yeah. He's not doing anything illegal, but because he wants to play on a better team, and that's basically the only thing left in his legacy, so I'm sure that's what it is. I'm so, you know, he wants yeah. to win a championship. All right, I don't blame him. Uh, they did go out and get a couple of good role players, P.J. Walker. Uh, who's really good, I think. Uh, a mm -hmm. couple other guys. They, I'm surprised they kept Harris. I thought they were going to trade him for something, but they don't have to. He's serviceable. No, he's solid. Bad. Yeah. I just think he's overpaid, but he's solid. Mm -hmm. uh, and if Embiid can stay healthy, uh, I love Maxi. I love Tyre. Uh, yeah, not Tyree. Yeah, Tyrese Maxi. Thibault um, as a as a as a defender is great. I don't think you lose too much by losing Simmons. And there's another story in Brooklyn. Is Simmons going to play? Is he going to be <laughs> traded? Uh, you know, is he going to yell for his mommy? You know, well, I'm guys. Too, I don't know. Um, he needs to go play overseas. That's what he needs to do. You know, he can make a heck of a lot of money playing in China, playing in Europe. You know, go back to Australia where you're yeah. from. He can make some money there. And I'm not saying go back to Australia because he left basketball. I'm just saying that's where he's yeah. from. So he'd probably be happier in Australia. So, who knows? And maybe, you know, I mean, apparently him and the Sixers came to a settlement about how he was handled there. So, so I'm sure he's got enough money for life. Mm -hmm. So, go be happy. But we'll yeah. see what happens there. I was just reading when LeBron, he agrees with two-year, $97 million. Are you kidding? $97 million? $97 million, two years. All right. So, that's almost 48 a year. That's insane. That's nuts. How are the Lakers going to get any better when you got a guy that's getting over 45 mil a year? How are you going to have any money in that salary cap to get more players? Now, right now, I'm sure for two years it might be fine because the guys you got under contract, AD's probably under contract. But in the NBA, these guys can say at any time, I want to be traded or I'm not going to play. Yep. And they've made so much money, they can afford to sit out and not get paid. They, they have the leverage. Money. Yeah. I mean, Kyrie Irving didn't want to get vaccinated, and he could afford it. So he probably missed more than half the season mm -hmm. last year because he couldn't play at home for a while. Then he couldn't play in Canada. I mean, these guys, I want them to work in security at a college. I want them to yeah, work was... in a hotel and see <laughs> how much they like it. Making... Not Peanuts. forty-seven million a year. Yeah, jeez, peanuts, peanuts, unbelievable. Yeah. Not even shelled. You got to do that yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of crap. Uh, <clears throat> and last but not least, but only if and you have more info probably on this. Well, two things. One is the NHL. 
been a lot of player movement this year. Yes. But I don't see that uh, a couple of teams did much. I I think Tampa helped themselves again. Man, uh, people just want to go to Tampa mm-hmm. and play ice hockey. I yeah. can't believe they want to go to Florida. <laughs> but I guess when you think ice hockey, you think tropical. Tropical yeah. ice hockey. Yeah, tropical. <laughs> but they've got a great but they've got a great arena and they got a great team. They yeah, chance they to great, win a Stanley yeah. Cup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, better than what our team is, uh, you know. Ooh, uh, 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 the Phantoms, I mean, Flyers, you know, the minor league. I mean, the uh, – yeah. yeah. I mean, the Flyers' big move was hiring Tortorella, the coach. Right, yeah. They got That's Tortorella. their big move. I think they got one free agent, but nobody spectacular and maybe a couple no, of trades. They're, they're, they're stuck in the salary still cap thing. Stuck in the salary cap. And, there's, some, and there's, the there's still some big names out there. Yeah, that, uh, but they can't. Uh, they can't. Uh, who's uh, – I can't believe PK Subban's out there still. Subban's out there. Subban's um, out there. Um and that's a big name. And and he's probably gonna be a reasonable salary if you can sign him for one year, because he'll probably sign a one year prove myself deal. Yeah. You know, there's guys out there, big names that are still like that. They want to prove themselves. So you can sign them to a reasonable contract. But like you said, Philly's stuck behind the eight ball with that uh, with that salary cap issue. Luxury tax, whatever you want to call yep, it. Yep, yep. So, uh, uh, but it looks to me like it's probably Tampa Bay, Colorado, Ottawa might be able to sneak in there somehow because they had a good off season. It looks like, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, everybody else, a couple teams might help uh, be a little better, but looks like a lot of teams are going to be treading water again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if the Flyers will even tread water. I. I think they're going down with the fishes. <laughs> oh, I think after this year, they cl- they really clear up some space. They clear so. up some space, maybe clean house a little bit. So uh, they're s- several years away, but hopefully they start improving soon. Uh, and but last – I'm go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say last but not least, NCAA football starts in earnest this week. There were a few games last week, but uh, it's really going to uh, kick in this week. So that should be some uh, some interesting stuff there, too, because players can leave now under the licensing agreements. They can get paid by sponsors and alumni. Uh, Kansas State, I know, picked up uh, – uh, I joked that it's his 93rd year of eligibility, but it's uh, Adrian <laughs> Martinez – from Nebraska, he was Nebraska starter, knew he was going to beat out, so now Kansas State has him. Um, he's really in his sixth year of eligibility. Six, because hmm. he's been wow. red-shirted at least two times, I think. Wow. Um, so, this is uh, it's supposedly, unless he gets hurt again, his final year of eligibility, so he's going to play at Kansas State. But um, And I think they should be compensated some, because they all, all those years of college was making on their money, you know, their jersey, absolutely. And their name, and, and everything. Absolutely. I mean, how much money did teams like Alabama for years, USC, you know, mm. when you had all them great running backs and quarterbacks and wide receivers when they were a powerhouse, Notre mm. Dame, how much money did those schools make? Miami in the, yep. in the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. They all made Penn State's linebacker stuff. I mean, they've all made money. Um, so, yeah, the schools were making millions off these guys, and they were, if they're lucky, getting – legitimately i should say there are some who went around that on their own 
But if they did everything the way they were supposed to, they were getting a college scholarship. That's about it. Yeah. You know, uh, and don't get me wrong, college scholarship is nothing to sneeze at. Right. A lot of these bigger schools, they wouldn't have got in if they couldn't play ball. Right. And if they did and they didn't get an academic scholarship, they were going to be paying a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nowhere near what some of these guys made back for the schools. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Now they can get some money. It's not from the school. It's not really from the NCAA, but there is a way and it's been found for them to make money. And I think they had to, because I think they could see the Supreme court at some point was going to say, these are adults. They're performing and they're risking injury, severe injury where they might not be able to do a profession afterwards. Uh, you look at college players. We'll say you got a thousand. You got more now, obviously. Say out of every thousand players, what two or three might make the NFL? Yeah, you know, I mean, the guys are playing for that, but you know, the chances of making it even from college to the NFL are pretty slim. Yeah. So, you know, they have to worry about their lives after this. They're playing for that hope and dream, but they're also risking some serious injury. And the colleges are making, like you said, so much money off of them it's only fair mm-hmm. uh, and it is like work and that's what the players proved is look we've got to go to practice sometimes five or six in the morning um you know then you still have to do all these drills you have to do all this stuff then you got to take your classes and do yeah, your homework. You got to all your homework yeah. yeah you got you know and if you don't do that you're going to get kicked off the team yep. supposedly because you'll be ineligible mm-hmm. so uh, I think it's a good point that you make that they have to they have to uh, get some compensation for that, and I think that's right. Um, I don't see anybody new across the scroll getting traded or um, uh, ooh, yeah. Jared I just want just I'm just sorry, real yeah, just real quick. I want to give a shout out to the uh, best Philadelphia team that there is. I was just going to say, you're going to talk about the Philadelphia Union. Union. And they're on tonight, so I expect you to watch them tonight at 7.30. I don't so, think uh, I'll get them. What, what what channel are they on? Uh, Well, it's PHL 17 here. Uh, so I, I won't know. Yeah, I I won't know. It. But it might be if on ESPN local. or something. I'm not sure. It might sure. be on the ESPN Plus or something. If it's yeah, on the ESPN so, uh, Plus, I can get it. But I'll tell you what, they're exciting to watch. They've been, they've been winning 6 nothing. you know, yeah. for, for, for soccer game. That, you know, that's phenomenal. So And I've been... I've been kind of keeping an eye, I admit, on um, Premier League, mm-hmm. you know, some of that stuff, mm-hmm. championship. I kind of watch. I've I've always had, I don't, and I do not know why. It must have been because maybe I watched a game a long time ago and I thought they played as well as they could. But I always liked watching Man City. Yeah, that's Ty's, Ty, that's Ty's team. Isn't it? So, I've, yeah. always, I've always rooted for Man City. Almost bought a Man City jersey. Almost. Yeah. But I'm like... People are going to go, hey, Manchester City, how about that? I got no idea. (laughs) I got to defend my shirt. If I can't defend my shirt, by the way, folks, let us know if you want. uh, I gave you all the info before. You can get a From the Cheap Sheets t-shirt. Yeah, Uh, that's what we got here. We got the logos right there. From the Cheap Seats, baby. Um, Um, Speaking of the Premier League, I got real quick. uh, There's uh, Leeds that plays over there. There's a kid that... Went to Medford High School, who's oh. who 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 played for the Union, got bought out by Salzburg, and then Leeds bought out him. So he's playing over in Leeds, 
a 20, a 20 league. Premier League, 21 year old wow. from Medford, kid from Brendan Aronson, great and, kid. Wow, great kid. That's awesome. And for yep. you, and, and, for and you he guys, scored, and he scored a goal in his first. first did game. he really? Yeah. yeah, good for him. That's awesome. It's good that if you can get an American to crack the Premier League, it really helps American football, soccer's reputation, mm -hmm. um, because uh, they look down on American soccer and American football. And probably rightfully so. I don't know about looking down on the right thing, but they don't think they're as good as European and, and uh, international soccer because they've been playing it forever. The Americans haven't. Right. Um, but that reputation, little by little, is starting to fade because of players like this young. Yeah. Man. So and, that's and, great. and the ones on the downside of their career over there are coming over here and playing in the MLS. So I'm right, like, they are. They are. I mean, so. that goes back to Pele. Yeah, I mean, way back, Pele. Uh, but then you had Beckham and uh, Wayne Rooney. And yep. isn't he going to coach a team somewhere? Or yep. Man yep. Manage a team somewhere? Yep. Yes, yep. Um, so you've got some decent players, yeah, that um, come over here now. And it's cool when American guys actually get accepted and become part of a team and get to play over there and mm -hmm. make a, and make a a, a contribution. It's like, hey, you know, maybe these guys are pretty good. So that'd, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. um, I'll look tonight and see if I can see it, you know, because okay. uh, it can't, you know, it's probably better than watching the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it is, it is on, uh, let me see, I think it ESPN is on Plus? ESPN, uh, ESPN Plus? Plus, yes. Okay, so I think I can get that. Seven o'clock. I might be yep. able to get that by the end of the day because I'm probably going to make a phone call anyway. Okay. Uh, I, I was going to try and do without ESPN, but I admit I'm Jones and like a heroin addict <laughs> without a needle. You know what I mean? I got, I got to get it. So, um, I tried to replace it with Fox, but I just, I just don't like Fox sports gotcha. that much. Their football's gotcha. fine, but other than that, I don't, and they don't cover everything. Um, I think that's about it, buddy. That yeah. I have anyway. I think you're going to see Alabama against Clemson again, and or Georgia, one of those three. In, uh, for the NCAA football thing. So mm -hmm. even talking much about them, unless there's a big surprise, it's not really worth it for 10 or 12 weeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, Alabama's 9-0. Hey, Clemson's 9-0. They're going to meet this week. Then it might be worth chatting about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until then, yeah, probably not, unless there's a major upset or something. Um, I like Kansas State because I, I like the program. It's a clean-run program. I like the guy who got it up and running. Uh, so uh, years ago, Bill Snyder Stadium's named after him. He was an athletic director. He's a straight up older guy now, but a straight up true blue guy and ran a very clean program. And so I, I do. They're near me, but I do like them. I don't like Kansas because they first off they hired Charlie Watts, not Charlie Watts. I think it was Charlie Watts at one point. Charlie Watts. And then before him, there was this guy who big as a house, but he had no football brain. I don't know why they hired him. And then last year, they hired Les Miles and had to cut him loose because of all the crap he did before. So, you know, with 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 recruitment violations, all kinds of stuff. So, um, you know, so to me, I, I like watching Kansas State in the Big Twelve. Some of the some pretty good football in the Big Twelve, I'll tell you. But um, I think that's about all I got, buddy. Unless you got something to add, real fast. No, no, I think we covered quite a bit on our first show back. Yeah, I think <clears> so. Um, next show will be about our season picks for the NFL, which is always the biggest sport in America. It's the biggest spectator sport, folks. I, I'm, as much as I love baseball, 
And they say it's America's pastime. And there's a lot of American history surrounding baseball. When you look at it now, football is number one by far the biggest spectator sport. So that's where we're going to be next week. Just focusing on picking the teams to win their divisions, the playoff teams, and we'll take it all the way to say who we think is going to be in the Super Bowl and win it. And then, of course, we'll probably have to change it right before the Super Bowl because our teams didn't get it. <laughs> but we're not the only ones that have to do that. That's for sure. So I just want to say thank you to you folks uh, for tuning in. We're uh, You're obviously watching us on YouTube or you're listening to us. Uh, you could be watching us on Facebook, too. Or you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Google Podcast, and anywhere. Or on um, um, it just left me. Where'd it go? Simplecastradio.com. Uh, all under Public John Media. And then the show is going to pop right up for you. With that emblem right there that you see behind me. Uh, and on Bill and my shirts the, from the cheap seats. So from the cheap seats, we're just going to say thank you. Have a great, I don't know if it's going to be a week. I don't think it's going to be a full week, Bill. Probably only going to be a few days. Yeah. But uh, enjoy some baseball. Yeah. Watch some preseason football if you want. Check out the waiver wires and uh, see if there's any trades or anything. And by the time we get back, we'll be ready to let you know what's going on. Yeah. So for my pal, Billy Smith, Thanks, Billy. I'm glad you're feeling better. He's recuperating from a little procedure, but he's Thank doing you, John. all right. I appreciate it. It's good to be able to do something again. <laughs> <laughs> you do anything again. Right? Uh, and uh, we hope uh, we hope you stay healthy, buddy. I can't do this without a partner. So uh, Thanks. Um, so we appreciate it. We will see you guys next week or sooner. And have a safe and uh, have a nice, safe Labor Day, everybody. Oh, that's right. By then, yeah, Labor Day is coming. So, thanks, everybody. We will see you next time on From the Cheap Seats. Hear that music? My band is inside this. <laughs>